Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. Happy Thanksgiving week, everyone. Can you believe it? We are already in November. Like, 2022 is right around the corner. How freaking wild is that? And I'm sure you're like, bitch, I hear this all the fucking time. Like, I'm over it. And okay, I I get it and I hear you, but I still need to process because this is like the, the like quickest, longest year ever. I was just chatting with one of my girlfriends about this because she got married in May and I was like, I feel like this year went by so quick. And yet I also feel like your wedding was years ago. Like that feels so long ago. May, all those months, they just seem forever ago. And I think this kind of happens every year. Like once it hits the holidays, it really like speeds up and everything. But wow, it is just wild. And like, what a year. I'm actually very excited because you know I'm going to do like a year recap podcast episode at the end of December, like leading into 2022. And I'm so excited to talk about that because I feel like there are so many iconic Ashley Sleek moments of 2021. Like she really did that. Like she really... She really went out there and said, I'm going to do a breakup and I'm going to do it in the fullest amount possible. Like, I think I'm starting to hit these things, like these moments I think about that are just in the only way I can describe it are iconic breakup moments. I think I'm going to have this list soon of things that I think you need to do in order to like hit rock bottom and bring yourself back up. Because I definitely think, you know, getting drunk and like hitting on a guy and him not being into you per se and then you crying about it is just an iconic breakup thing that is so embarrassing but also was a really important part of of my um my upbringing and i'm i'm really sorry to all the people who had to deal with that um friend of the podcast Kim uh but you know we did it and it's fine <laughs> and i you know i wouldn't argue he wasn't into me i just think maybe i was a little too much I mean, it's fair. Uh, Anyways, I'm just kidding. He probably wasn't. Hi, it's me. Welcome to my podcast. This weekend, I met Hunter Pence from the San Francisco Giants, or formerly he's retired now. And I know that people all the time are like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe that person was so nice. They're so famous. You guys, I just feel it needs to be known Like if you're a Giants fan and you're like, I wonder if Hunter Pence is really that nice because I was kind of curious, too, because he was so popular. He is genuinely that kind, genuinely that kind. He came to um, Ghirardelli Square and made some Sundays and I took pictures. And let me tell you something like in the most shadiest way possible. I mean this. I mean this in the most judgmental way possible. Some of y'all have the ugliest fucking phones I've ever seen in my life. I have never seen such a wide ass variety of phones. And listen, like I'm not sitting here saying I was associated with any business that was there today. So no one can come back to me and be like, wow, that girl was so mean from whatever company. I'm saying this as an outsider who just observed phones. Okay, that's all I'm saying this as. So don't come back for me, you know, and say, wow, 
We got to fire that girl because she talks shit on people. I'm just saying, like, I saw some jank ass phones. I mean, I was really hoping to see a flip phone or something exciting like that. But I know that y'all Android people are like diehard Android people. I will never understand you. The Android phones were so frustrating to take pictures with because they needed to like adjust and center. And I was the kind of person like, okay, if I'm taking if I'm doing a meet and greet, right, like I want pictures of the whole experience, the whole journey. Like I want, you know, me walking up, us locking eyes for the first time, you, him handing me my Sunday, us interacting. So I'm like full fucking paparazzi to this up, like like literally moving from side to side, getting every single picture, every angle, like a girl knows, you know? Android phones would not allow that. Like they would just would not, like on an iPhone, you could just click a hundred times. They were like loading. I don't know. I'm I'm overhearing this whole like, Android shit and your better care. Bullshit. Bullshit. Just get a fucking iPhone. Okay. Like that was wild. But this, this is me just saying that Hunter was very nice. That was the, the goal of that, of that statement that I just made. But it was really funny because obviously I was taking all these pictures and I turn um, to my coworker slash friend, Victoria, and I was like, how many of these pictures do you think we're going to like end up seeing on Bumble later? Like, because it was, in San Francisco. And I was like, this is my new goal. Like, this is my new goal is to find like the photos that I took from the Hunter Pence event, like out on someone's Bumble account. Like, I just think that would be literally the most iconic thing in the world. So um, anyways, I'm into it. But it was really fun. It was uh, a great event. And he was amazing to me. And like, you know, as someone from the Bay Area who loves the Giants, like it was really cool. I had to like keep my composure, obviously. I was like, listen, I'm at one motherfucking direction. I know how to be cool these days. OK, it was hard, though. I was like, wow, this guy's like a celebrity. And I mentioned at the event, I was like, this is my dream because people were lined up so early to meet him. And I was like, I would literally die for people to like my event started at one and people were standing like started lining up at nine to meet me. Icon. Icon status. That's all I want. Do you guys think we could do a meet and greet? Would you like wait, wait for me? You wouldn't. Half of you are like, I see you every fucking day. You're literally going to call me after this episode. But like, how fun would that be? I would like sign shit. I'd take pictures with you. I'd like record your voicemails for you. Like, wouldn't that be fun? Like, hey, it's Ashley Sleek and so-and-so is not available right now. So like, Leave a message. That one wasn't good. I feel like I should have really thought that through before I made that statement. No one's going to want that. Like, you know how there's what's that that? Oh, my gosh, I can't remember what it's called. But you can like pay people to do like little video recordings. And it's usually like very D-list celebrities on the cameo cameo like cameo is like so popular. I think I read one time that the guy from the office who played Kevin was like one of the highest paid people on cameo, which is hilarious. But um. Yeah, I don't know that I, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm manifesting that level of fame for myself. OK, <laughs> obviously, we know I love TikTok. I'm on it all the time. And I'm just seeing like a lot of posts about single holidays. And it has been some time since I have been single for the holidays. Luckily, unluckily for me, um, we've seen to cut out a lot of our family members, which, you know, I'm not going to say anything to that statement that I just made. But, you know, I don't have to see a lot of people, just my immediate family. And 
I think that's enough for me to face singlehood. Like, at least no one's really asking me. But I did make this statement. I think I might have said this on the podcast before to my dad, because like a while ago we were planning Thanksgiving, you know, and talking about who's going to be there in the seats. And I was like, well, save a seat for like an extra seat for me. What if I have a boyfriend by then? He like almost shot out his fucking water laughing at me. And I was like, okay, which obviously it's the week of Thanksgiving and I am still single. So I did not meet that goal. And he rightfully so laughed at me. But, you know, I just I do remember this from back in the day. Like there's always the questions, the eyes. And I just don't. Why? Why are people like that? Why are you like that? Oh, my God. How did my I literally erased so much shit on my phone and it's already out of storage. I hope I said something entertaining in these first eight minutes. You know what I mean? Like the stress is so real. Anyways, (laughs) I feel like back in the day I might have done an Ask Ashley about this. Remember when I had a YouTube channel? How many of y'all are like OGs and remember like Ask Ashley the YouTube channel, which actually I'm sorry, what was a YouTube channel before um, on that same like it was a different segment or whatever, but I'm sure I did it. And I think that the best way to go in to being like the single person at a family event where they're asking you is to just have like rebuttal notes, you know, like, for example, I think I've said this before, you know, like I my grandpa once was like, hey, you're my only granddaughter. Like, where's your like only granddaughter without a husband and kids and stuff? And I was like, yeah, but like, you know, I I also have a four four year degree and I have a like a job in my field at the age of 20. So there's that, you know, there's that. I mean, I wasn't 20 when I had my degree, but I had a job in my field when I was 20. I just want to throw that out there. Um, it's fine. She's successful. And I just feel like that's the way to handle it. I think you should have so much fucking attitude. This is me giving you permission to be so fucking mean to your your relatives. If they ask you why you're single, I think you should just literally fire back at them. Whatever success you have. And I don't care what it is. Anything that makes you feel good. If you're like, Okay, but I have like a hundred stars on my Starbucks. I don't know how Starbucks rewards work because I don't drink coffee, but like I have like a hundred Starbucks stars. Like, what do you have to say about that? I don't have to share my stars with anybody. Guess what? I have extra miles. I've saved so many miles flying by myself. I don't have to share my miles with anybody. Okay, I have a dog. That is a really big accomplishment, but I don't have one. Like, I have a dog. I just think you should just throw out random ass things or just start pulling stats about like anything. You know, I this guy on TikTok today said that somebody told him that the more attractive you are, the more likely you are to stay single. So, like, tell them that. Tell them that right to their face in their happy relationship, which, you know, I don't I don't know if that's true. I think all of my friends are hot. A majority of them are in relationships, so I can't really speak to that stat. But anyways, I just think it's really I, I think I think it's a fair thing to say back or just walk away. That would be my favorite one. Um, No, thank you to this conversation and leave. I think I wish I was normal. I wish you could just like say no thank you. I have um I was just talking to Australia about this that, that like literally last night about how I like in real time ghosted some guy at the bar because I just really thought he was boring so I just walked away. And I I kind of wish that was normal. I wish that you could just in the same way I think you should be able to not like people because they just like aren't your kind of people. I think you should be able to just end conversations because you don't want to have them. Like I think that should be totally normalized and this has been my TED talk. <laughs> so obviously it's Thanksgiving week and you know there's a lot of fun 
excitement around Thanksgiving with the food. And, you know, me, I mentioned this last year and I once again am only responsible for the charcuterie board and the cocktail because you you don't take your star player you know, you don't take your star defender and like put them on offense like you just you wouldn't do it. OK, you don't take your lead guitarist and then make them the singer. You you put your people and you play to their strengths. OK, my strengths are drinking and eating cheese. So nobody asked me actually this time to help at all. And I don't think anyone asked me last year, but I was just like, this is what I'm going to do. So I'm super excited. I think I'm going to be a little bit of a Lizzie McGuire outfit repeater. And I think I'm going to do my same sangria last year. It really killed. I like to add a little edible glitter in there. Give it a little something, something, a little pizzazz. Remember who we're dealing with. This is an Ashley Sleek experience. So are we not going to have glitter in our drinks? No, that's not what we're here for. We came to win. We came to shine. Um, you know, all those things. So anyways, I'm very excited. But also I wanted to see like what people were thankful for. So I took to the question of the week to find out. Um, I had a few answers of wine and I really appreciate like my fan base, you know, um, I, I, I call you all fans very, very lightly. Um, you are my friends, but I appreciate my demographic of the of the wine. I also got, you know, a few answers that people were thankful for me. And like, I mean, thank you. I mean, um, Kim said that and, and my sister said that. And I was like, wow, so special. My sister also said, you know, she's pregnant. So like, that's very exciting. She's thankful for that. And, um, you know, uh, someone said that they they're thankful for their flexible jobs. Some people said they're thankful to work from home. I have mixed reviews. I'm actually low-key ready to go back into an office. I'd like to do a hybrid, but I think I'm driving myself absolutely crazy at home. Um, but anyways, and, you know, I had a lot of great responses, but I, you know, I think this is the mode I would like to put you all in for Thanksgiving. I would like you to be thankful for yourself. It sounds like if someone was to ask you, like, what are you thankful for? And you're like, myself. Immediately, people would think, oh, my God, this cocky ass motherfucker. Right. I would like to change the narrative on that. I think that we should be so thankful, of course, for everyone around us. OK, like, let's not downgrade that. Obviously, like we need our support system. We would like myself. I would have crumbled this year without my support system. I am so thankful for that. But I just don't think we should discredit ourselves because me personally, like I am so thankful for myself this year. Are you shitting me? I literally pulled myself out of this horrible relationship, horrible relationship, and like had the strength to leave it and then had the strength to like recover from it, like had the strength to put myself back out there, which is hard, by the way, like going back into dating is not some, you know, easy gesture that one does. It's kind of like, OK, well, now I have to take all of the trauma that I just dealt with. Try not to put that out on somebody else while you're like talking to someone else who has their own trauma and you're trying to like not get hurt by their tra like there's just so trauma apparently is my word of the year, but there's a lot of it. And, you know, I just think that like this whole process I'm so thankful for obviously everybody who helped me get out of it. But at the end of the day, like it's you, babe, like you're the one who really makes these decisions. Like you're the one who went out and got that new job. Like you're the one who got yourself out of that situation. You moved into a new apartment. You got yourself a pet like you did that. And like you 
the people around you like you're also a good friend enough for them to stick around and like that's impressive too so I just think that we should all be really proud of ourselves this year and like this should be the vibe and I just think you should be really thankful for yourself because you did it babe we survived a well we're still surviving we're literally living in a worldwide pandemic and this is unheard of like we don't we don't talk about this this is not like Okay, in California, like earthquakes are pretty fucking common, right? Like that doesn't mean they're not tragic, but we kind of know like you're prepared. You, you know, stand in a doorway or like whatever. I feel like the immediately when I said that, I forgot all earthquake safety, which is bad. But okay, I know a shit ton about fire safety now. And like I have a go kit. I have a go bag. I'm ready if like something happens. You know, you you like I where the fuck was I going with this tangent? I genuinely have no idea. I have no idea why I started talking about this. I think I was getting at like we prepare ourselves for oh the, the COVID like we we didn't know how to prepare for such a pandemic and yes I'm gonna leave in all this like weird ass babbling because I know you love it so um anyways like there was no instruction kit on how to handle a pandemic and we did it and you know we had to fight a lot of different things and sometimes you know you had to learn how to get along with people who don't agree with you and like you know all these kinds of things and I just think that we survived such an impressive year and I think that you would be remiss when you're talking about things that you're thankful for to not say it, especially if you're one of those single bitches that just had to spend the whole fucking night being asked why you're single or like where's your man's or where's your girl or whatever. When you go around the table, and you say what you're thankful for. You're gonna be like, I'm thankful for me that I don't need no fucking trash ass man. I'm just kidding. Not all men are trash. I feel like I keep getting myself into trouble because I know now I, I've known, but I know now that men listen to my podcast and I don't hate you all. I'm just it's just funnier to say that. OK. All right. I don't have a lot of hot gossip, but I just have one thing that I need to talk about. And obviously, it's Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Here's what I would like to say about it. I I've already spoken my piece on why I think they're together. OK. But here's the narrative that I don't like. I know my sister doesn't like this either because she mentioned out loud. I don't like this narrative that people don't understand why Pete Davidson is getting all these girls. Pete Davidson is very cute. He's also fucking hilarious. And he seems like he's just normal enough that like you can get along with him and you're going to have a good time and you feel safe. Like he just feels like a kind of guy you could you could actually like bring home and be nice. And Kim Kardashian really was dating Kanye motherfucking West. Please give this girl like someone who's going to be obsessed with them. You know that when Pete Davidson was with Ariana Grande, he treated her like a queen. You know, I know they had their problems and I think a lot of it stemmed from, you know, probably her loss of like Mac Miller and like all of that stuff and just moving too quick. And, and you know, I told completely understand like they didn't work out. But I feel like Pete Davidson is a good man. I also feel like he's probably pretty good in bed. I'm just saying. Sorry, dad. But I did see um, my friend Kristen sent me a, a TikTok of this girl who was like, so, dad, sorry, once again, um, he was like, Pete Davidson looks like the kind of guy who eats pussy. And you know that Kanye West didn't eat pussy. And I was like, that is the statement. Like, if there is a hill to die on, it is that right there. Like, Kanye West was a very selfish lover. There's no way. And Pete Davidson looks like the kind of guy that is going to give you love. He wants you to finish first. That is big dick energy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, there is a reason Kim Kardashian is with him. And I am happy for her. You know, I'm a Kim K fan. If he's going to make her happy, 
then like, please, for the love of God. And you know what? Pete Davidson's track record is amazing. And I'm very proud of him. And it's, you know, I'm it's interesting to me. The narrative around him is like, how is Pete Davidson getting all these girls? Like, this is so impressive. But of course, there's been this huge narrative around Taylor Swift and like, maybe it's her fault that all these, you know, guys break up with her, which is actually my I'm sorry, what moment of the week. So like, we'll get to that later. But yeah, listen, if you have talked to me over the past year, then you know there's only one thing that has been saving my 2021. And that is my Keith Justo Bread Club subscription. You guys, this is the best thing that's ever happened. I know that's dramatic, but hear me out. You get monthly two baguettes, one sourdough loaf, and then like a monthly loaf, which is different. And it's always something super fun. And my family and I fight over this shit all the time. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, listen, only one of us is playing for the dough here. I'm bringing in the dough. I'm ordering the dough. Don't touch my bread club. It's come in handy so many times because I'm the kind of girl who's never going to show up to a party empty handed. And I always bring a bottle of wine. But now I'm like upgraded because I'll just slice up my baguette, bring some salami and cheese and bam. It's like, hi, I brought wine and classy charcuterie and the literal best sourdough bread you're ever going to have in your life. You're welcome. You will not be disappointed in this bride club. Sign up now. You can get 50% off your first box using promo code SLEEK because you know your girl's going to hook you up, S-L-E-E-K. And you can sign up at kgbreadclub.com or you can follow the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. Okay, you guys, I feel like I don't have a more raunchy um, dating situation for you today. But like, I do have some stuff to tell you, obviously. Um, First, I would like to read you this conversation between me and this guy. Okay, so first of all, remember, okay, yes, because I remember last week when I was talking about the guy who asked me what I was looking for. And I was like, is this a red flag? And he called me girl. And I was like, I'm not sure if I'm into it. Okay, well, I have an update on that guy for you all. Um, Last week, he, you know, we moved to texting and like immediately that night he was like can I call you and I was like we've only had a few text messages and I'm still concerned that you called me girl I just feel like the phone call is so fast like I was a little taken off guard so I just ignored it obviously (laughs) like bitch I don't know I was also remember as we recall I was like a little bit depressed so like give me a break okay this is last week so um I ignored him And then he texted me again on Wednesday and he was like, how's it going? And I was like, "Eh." and then finally, like, oh, he had sent me a picture of a cat, which I was like, what is with all these guys being cat dudes? Like, are my mom's cats like putting off weird vibes for me? Like, why do I keep attracting like cat guys? It's freaking me out. So anyways, um, I decided I was like, "Okay, I'll throw him a bone, whatever. I was like, hey, like, sorry about that. Whatever. I'm like, nice cat. Is that yours or your neighbor's? Because in his profile, in his motherfucking profile, this guy says, because one of the prompts, like, what are you known for? Mine, by the way, my answer to that is making sure everyone's wine glass is full. Like, she's fun. She's friendly. She's flirty. You know what I mean? This guy's is I'm known for stealing my neighbor's cat. And I was like, maybe this isn't as weird as it sounds, right? It was. Spoiler. uh, It was. So I said, okay, um, is that your cat or your neighbors that you stole? He said, the one I stole. And I said, how do your neighbors feel about that situation? He said, horrible. It was an eight-year-old girl's cat. She only realized it was still alive after two months of looking. I said, wait, you stole a cat from an eight-year-old? That's awful. And he said, what can I say? I'm a pussy snatcher. I'm 
I'm sorry, what? I, I literally said, I'm sorry, what? I could not believe what I just read. Even if you were trying to make a joke, which whatever, I feel like making the pussy snatcher joke in the same conversation that we're talking about an eight-year-old is not okay. Okay. So I, and then he said, a cat's going to do what it wants to do. And then he said, do you have, do you have a chance to talk on the phone? I said, I'm in a meeting. Also, I don't think I want to. That sounds horrible. And he says, sounds like you want an explanation. Cats are very different from other animals. I said, no, I don't think I need an explanation. I live with two cats and I'm more concerned about the pride that you have in stealing an eight-year-old's cat. He said, LOL, then you know a cat is going to do what a cat's going to do. I'm not happy about the situation. Just happy to have another cat. Cats can choose you over someone else. I said, it's literally in your Bumble profile. So I think you're pretty proud of it. He said, makes a good conversation starter. I wanted to write back and be like, does it? Do- in your in your mind, was this a good conversation? You- Are you going to write home? Are you going to tell your cat that you snatched about this conversation and be like, you know what? You know what? This was so fun. This was such a fun conversation I had today. No, absolutely not. This guy texted me five other times and I did not respond to any of them. I wanted to respond and just be like, you're like, you are literally the creepiest guy I think I've ever spoken words to in my life. But I didn't have the energy for that. So instead, he said, like, how's work? And then the next day he said, rise and shine. And then he said the next day, what's new? Like this went across three days. I was like, take a hint. And then finally he did take a hit and he said, done with your bitch ass. I mean, I didn't think you needed to call me a bitch, but you know, it's fine that he's done with my bitch ass. I don't want to be associated with a guy who steals cats from eight-year-olds. In what world? Like, uh, granted, I know I have said out loud that I, that I, you know, I did wasn't planning on having kids or children, Right. That does not mean I don't like them. And it doesn't mean that I would like their cats stolen from them. People love their animals. Like one time I was literally, I was coming home from somewhere. I don't remember. I was on the phone with my friend Jasmine and my mom was like standing in the driveway and her face looked pale. And I was literally like, oh my God, what happened? Like, did someone rob the house? Is dad in the hospital? Like she looked in distress. And I'm like, oh my God, Jasmine, I have to go. I like hang up the phone. And I like run it. I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? And she's like, I can't find the cat. I'm like, oh, my God. okay, that's it. I get it. You guys are like, actually, that's mean. But when you think that that you're like father sick or some shit, like, you know what I mean? Like the cats, it's fine. So anyways, I mean, like, obviously, if I lost my pet, I'd be reacting the same way. But anyways, 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 all I'm saying is that my mom is a full grown like human adult. okay? and she has two full grown human adult children. I mean, I'm full grown. I live with her. So it's rough. But like, you know what I mean? And that was her reaction. Imagine an eight year old girl's reaction to losing her cat and then finding out, oh, no, it's been alive. This just jackass decided to keep the fucking cat because who knows why? Because he's a sociopath. Like, I can't. I just can't. I also have an update on Scotland, but I really just don't even know how to act. I just... Here's my deal, because I want to tell you all of my feelings, but I now know that he listens to the podcast because he found it all on his own and he completely ignored the rule of you can't listen to the podcast till we go on a date, which I think was rude. But apparently he thought if he found it on his own, he's fair game, which whatever. 
because, you know, maybe I'll just be like, I didn't talk about you. So maybe he won't listen. I don't know. I'm also not a good liar. But here's the deal. I have always said that when it comes to the podcast, the podcast is made for the listeners, not the specific, you know, listeners that, you know, I didn't think would listen. I, I When I was decided to talk about dating on the podcast, didn't totally cross my mind that the people that I would date would listen to it. You know what I mean? But we're here now and you all love the details. So I'm I'm going to give them to you. OK, and I'm going to say something that's so fucking embarrassing. I have like two things to say that are so horribly embarrassing, but I just feel like you guys have the right to know. And listen, I am who I am. And if this is the reason he doesn't talk to me anymore, then, you know, that's the reason. OK, so here's the first. OK, so here's what happened. So we were both happened to be in San Francisco for events this weekend. So I went up and I met him. And, you know, we hadn't met in person yet. We've talked a lot. And it wasn't, you know, obviously we didn't have like a lot of time. So there was no like sit down dates. I'm still expecting at some point some like very cute romantic dates. So now I'm like, oh, I hope you are listening. Um, kidding, not really. But um, so I met him and we had our first kiss. And I here's the deal. I have so many things to say about this. Not really. I have two things to say about it. First of all, I would like to say this. I would like to start with the start with the I don't know which one's more embarrassing. I'm going to go with this as least embarrassing. You know, in like TV shows when you like watch two characters that like have basically been in love the whole season and you've known it and then they finally kiss and then they like sit back on the wall and they're like, holy shit, that just happened. I sat in my car and had to like process and I was like, am I having one of those moments? I just had to. I don't know what that means. But this is all I have to say is that I had a process. I felt like very overwhelmed in like a good way. You know, I just like literally had to process. I sat in my car like quiet for a while because I was just like, oh, my God, which I don't know what I don't know. Was I just swept off my feet? I don't fucking know. I don't know. This feels very embarrassing. This feels like a lot, but I'm saying it anyways because this is my podcast and you guys wanted to know how I felt. I know it. But here's the other thing. And I'm I am admitting this because like one of my girlfriends, Shana, she's a friend of the podcast. She listens. She was like, were you nervous to meet him? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, even though, you know, we've talked a bunch and it wasn't it was a little less nerve wracking, obviously, because we like FaceTimed, which I highly recommend now because you've literally already seen each other's faces. It still makes me nervous, of course. But like I wasn't nervous in the way of like, is he not going to look like what he said he'd look like? Because obviously I've seen him. I was just like excited, nervous, but also I'm going to expose myself here. I get really nervous. I'm like not a good kisser. Does anyone else get that anxiety? Is it just me? I get so anxious that like I'm going to be bad. I don't know if I am. Maybe after saying this, will give me some feedback. I was just never going to tell him that. But whatever. You, you listen to the podcast. It's fair game. But it's not that I it's I, I think I'm I wouldn't I don't know. I've never gotten feedback that I wasn't good. But sometimes I just like get really nervous and I overthink it. And I'm like, am I doing a good job? Am I doing a good job? Most of the time, obviously, when I'm kissing someone, that's not what I'm thinking about. But sometimes that, that like little intrusive thought kicks in. I was like, oh, my God, am I going to be bad? He's never like going to kiss me again. I mean, as I was processing in the car, I was like, what if I was a bad kisser and this guy never talks to me again? And I just like lost it. It's not, it's not like I'm going out and kissing guys every five seconds. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not like practicing. So I just got 
not like I've never been kissed, but also, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like everything I'm saying is getting me in trouble. But the only reason I'm saying it out loud is because if somebody else out there is like, has this anxiety and doesn't want to feel alone, because I was like, this is probably one of my weirdest anxieties I have. But it's fair. Like, what if I suck? I don't know. I've never asked for feedback. What if he calls me after that? What if he listens to this podcast and he calls me? He's like, actually, I'd love to give you some tips. I think you were like, I think I would just die. I mean, if you, I guess, I guess if there was like coaching involved in training, I don't know. You guys, I feel like I have to stop talking. I feel like I just exposed myself hardcore, but that's what this is for. And we're doing it anyways. Let's talk about Taylor Swift now because I'm horrified. If you're sitting here and you're listening, you're like, Ashley, you sound flustered. The answer is yes, I am. Um, Let's talk about the I'm sorry what what moment of the week, okay? I mentioned this earlier that I'm most definitely talking about Taylor Swift because I've just seen so... I've heard this forever. Obviously, this is not a abnormal statement that's been made of like, maybe if if it's Taylor Swift, you know, like maybe she's the problem, right? And here's, here's my fear about this, okay? I've been thinking this for a while. What's so scary to me about Taylor Swift is that so many people relate to everything that she's saying. And I am on both genders, but I'm just going to talk about females for the moment. But a lot of girls relate to that. Does that scare anybody else? It freaks me the fuck out because I was like, oh, my God, like I'm happy that we all like can bond and sisterhood shared experiences. But that really worries me about the amount of trash ass men out there. And like, how about this? Like, Taylor Swift is, is and someone said this in a TikTok, you know, they said, if it's her fault, then why does everyone relate to it? Which I had already written out, like, is anyone else freaked out that everyone relates to this shit? Like, Taylor Swift really is that bitch where she literally recorded her old music and we all just said, yes, absolutely. I will listen to this again. Her 10 minute song was like number one or something on Billboard. A 10 minute song. People are talking about running marathons now because they're like, oh, it's only, you know, three times of listening to Taylor Swift all too well. We were out here thinking Taylor Swift was going to make us into a bunch of depressed ass bitches, but we are going to be depressed ass bitches, but we're going to be fit as fuck because we're like, oh, I can go for a 10 minute walk. It's just 10 minutes of all too well. And I just have to say, I'm sorry, what to anybody who thinks that in any way, shape or form, this is her fault. I mean, obviously it takes two to tango. And, you know, for me personally, like I can see things that I did wrong in my past relationship. I mean, mostly being dumb enough to put up with bullshit for that long, but I am also at fault in some in some areas. And, you know, those are things that like I really took and worked on and learned. So that way I wouldn't bring all of my emotional baggage into my next relationship. You're welcome, future mans. But um, anyways, I, I just think that this is so fucking ridiculous. The idea that in any way, shape or form, like we should be looking at Taylor Swift like, hmm, you're the problem. No, we should be thinking like, hmm, how come Taylor Swift can sell all those records and then sell them again 10 years later, however long it's been, you know? Obviously, she is just talented, but there are a lot of talented people out there. I mean, would I buy all the re-recordings of One Direction's music? Absolutely. I would do anything, anything for those boys. But I don't think as many people would. I mean, I don't know. One Direction's a tough one. But like right now, okay, like, if Selena Gomez re-recorded her new music, her old music, like, I don't think that many people would listen to it. You know, Taylor Swift and her stuff's good. But like Taylor Swift hits you in your freaking soul. 
She hits you in your soul because she's been there and she's been through it. And I said this during my breakup episode when I like, you know, talked talked about all that, which is a very beloved uh, episode for the fans. So thank you. The fan, the friends and the fans. Um, I I mentioned I was like, I don't think Taylor Swift would ever do this on purpose because heartbreak hurts so fucking bad, but it hurts that bad that she can relate to people that she literally has never even had a phone conversation with. Like, you know, when I'm chatting with my girlfriends, we're talking about, you know, past relationships and stuff like we always find some commonality, of course, but these are like me and my girls. I'm like, Taylor Swift is one of my girls and we're just literally going through the same shit. So if you are a Taylor Swift hater potato, I don't I don't care about you. Don't talk to me like it's OK to me if you don't like her music. That's totally fine. But if you are somebody who literally is sitting there like maybe Taylor says the problem, maybe you're the problem. And by the way, every single person I've seen say that on TikTok is a mediocre fucking white man who probably can't even please his woman. So I'm just super not interested in hearing your opinion in general. You wouldn't even be looked at by a girl like Taylor Swift. So just, just don't fucking weigh in. You're also probably the reason that some girl is listening to Taylor Swift. So like, shut the fuck up and sit down. Okay. <laughs> this has been my Taylor Swift TED Talk. I promise not every episode's going to be about Taylor Swift. It's just that she's very relevant in the media right now. You can't, you can't blame me. And so a lot of people are like talking about her and, and I keep seeing this shit and I just felt like it was important for me to weigh in and tell everybody to fuck off because that those are the vibes and I just fucking embarrass myself by talking about like something sweet and admitting like one of my deepest darkest fears about kissing and so I feel like I needed something I needed this I needed this vent sesh okay let me have it let me have it okay <laughs> no one's lining up to meet me I am gonna go spiral now I love you all so much thank you so much for listening to this podcast I hope it makes your day as much as it makes mine to see that you listen to it I love you all so freaking much have an amazing Thanksgiving and really in the bottom of my heart like I know I didn't say this in the Thanksgiving part because I was gonna save it for the end I am so thankful for all of you this is such a dream I know I say that all the time but it's just like I love doing this. I love this so much. I love I wish I was like literally sitting in a room with all of you and just chatting back and forth and you were just like talking back to me. And I hope that's what you're doing in your cars or wherever you're listening. But, you know, I I thought my total life was over when I wasn't when I had to leave radio. And this is just like been a little saving grace. And I'm so thankful. And we're at 73 fucking episodes like we're almost to 100 episodes. How fucking crazy is that? We've been through it. We've gained so many friends along the way and I'm so proud of us. And thank you so much for listening. Okay. Have the most amazing Thanksgiving thing. Eat literally everything and turkey trot it up. If you turkey trot it up, I recommend um, me and my best friend, Erin, friend of the podcast. She's been on an episode. We did a turkey trot while drinking mimosas. And I feel like that's really the elite and that's the way to do it. So just take a little tip from Ashley and Erin and um, enjoy a nice mimosa when you're doing your walk. Okay. Love you. Bye.